Hey, guess who? It's me, Steve Agee, once again, and uh, you're listening to another episode of Uh. My guest this week is John Koneski, uh, who, if you've seen Tenacious D play anytime soon, anytime in the past few years, you've seen John on stage playing electric guitar for them. He's like an amazing, incredible musician, and uh, I actually met him doing a short film, uh, which we get into in this episode. Um, so please enjoy it. Please go on to iTunes and like us and like this episode. I love you. Um, hey man, how's it going? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> I'm, uh, wow, I'm peeking. I'm with uh, John Koneski. Did I say that hey, right? Yeah, you did actually. Um, he's my guest, but if you're listening to this, you already know that because it's written on the website. And um, John plays guitar for Tenacious D. Yes, indeed. Every time I, I know I've tweeted like Follow Fridays to you, and yeah, like the guitar player Tenacious D's guitar player. And they're like, uh, Kyle is the guitar player, <laughs> motherfucker. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, you're the electric guitar player I'm like behind the scenes. How did you how did you meet those guys? Uh, I met Kyle way back when I was living in Ohio, uh, Columbus, Ohio. He lit Kyle's from Ohio? No, but he Kyle's had this girl there that uh, he was coming to see a bunch. And uh, <laughs> he was uh, he had this band that he was putting together called Trainwreck. I love Trainwreck. Uh, and uh, um, you know, he like he just wanted to fly in him and JR and just like pick up some local dudes to play a couple shows and just have an excuse to like hang out with this chick. So stuff. you were living in Ohio then? I was living in Ohio at the time. Where, where in Ohio? Uh, Columbus, kind of campus area, like down, you know, like uh, Ohio State campus, sort of. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was friends with that girl, so <laughs> she was like, "Well, you should use my buddies, John Spiker and John Koneski." Spiker was from Ohio too. Yeah, oh, we were like, we used Jesus. to play in a band together back in Ohio and play around town. Yeah, and shit. yeah. That's amazing. And. So what happened to that girl? <laughs> she's a friend, just like a friend she's of ours. She's still around. Yeah, though, right? she's still around. Totally. <laughs> yeah. But you just... went, you won out on that. Uh... Yeah, like <laughs> I got the best, best part of that deal. So did you move to LA for Trainwreck? Not for Trainwreck, but it was sort of it was happening at the same time. Like John and I were like, let's go, you know be in a band and yeah, come to LA. LA and do that whole thing and like we happened to just meet Kyle like right before we were about to pack that's the car up amazing. and go so that's what brought me to LA I mean I only had to drive an hour I grew up in oh. Riverside like right outside of LA but oh nice I was playing in a band and I was like man you guys nothing's gonna happen unless we move fucking move to LA <laughs> unless we move a whole hour <laughs> and so I came to LA and I justified it by also enrolling at the Musicians Institute oh you went to MI yeah for a year for bass guitar nice and um anyway we're oh yeah yeah I went to Musicians Institute cause I I really wanted to I thought I wanted to be a session player but yeah. I was like I was pretty good, but not great. And I, I really wanted to learn to read music, which I did. That was worth it, you know, nice. alone. And then um, 
you know, that was 15 years ago. And I've since, if you were to give me sheet music, I would fucking not know what to that, do. Yeah. When I first started learning guitar, when I was much younger, it was all sight reading and stuff. And now it's like, it's so slow. It's like, might as well be. Do Greek. you read music at all? I understand it and I can write it and yeah. read it, but I can't like follow along. At yeah. Speed. Yeah. That's, that's, I can trick. read a chart. You yeah, know, but I can't read like note for note anymore, which is so weird to me because I used to be really good at it. I used to, tra- I used to transcribe Miles Davis trumpet solos for bass. I would no just <laughs> just 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 by would, ear. Like yeah, I would listen to it, pause it, write it out, make, make sure that's my some bass. definite. Yeah, that's some music school stuff. And then uh, fucking it didn't pay off. Then I graduated and my band broke up and I, I played in a couple other bands, but I was like, What was your band? We called the Grazers. I should put up some of the the only recording we have. Um we recorded a demo, like five or six songs. We all it was when we were in college and we all put in like a hundred bucks to make nice. this demo at this guy's house. And uh so we recorded all the songs and uh, didn't mix them, but he output them onto a tape for us before he mixed it. And then, because um, we still owed him more money. Yeah. <laughs> and so we never paid him the rest of the money. So we never finished mixing it. So all we have is like one cassette tape <laughs> of like the most uneven balance of music. Like the drums oh, are the loudest fucking thing on the tracks. And then... <laughs> bass and then the guitar is like the same level as the fucking vocals and it sounds fucking horrible I have it on on my computer somewhere but it's so fucking embarrassing and at this point there's no way you could unearth the old multi-tracks no I tried like 10 years ago to find the guy and like he he doesn't exist (laughs) it was a place in Riverside California called I think it was called third floor studios this guy was really <laughs> rich and on the third floor of his house he built like a oh, studio amazing and I, I don't think he lives there anymore like the, the google searching it turns yeah. out fucking that's nothing. full like boogie nights like he was just like held the tape hostage from you guys <laughs> he did. the magic that's on those tapes that belongs to us <laughs> uh, we totally like paid half the money and we're like we're like yeah just hold on to these while we raise the rest of the money and then <laughs> We fucking never did. And then, then, you know, years later when I was actually working at a job, I was like, I'm going to fucking get that shit back and mix it. And nope. Oh. Fucking guy was done. Gone forever. What was your band in Ohio with, with Spiker? We, uh, we were just called the Spiker Kineski band. Ah, uh, that's uh, so progressive. It was Prog- very, um, <laughs> froggy, but poppy, but like. John has this like kind of blue eyed soul sort of voice yeah. or whatever. So we were doing a lot of like, we were like, like really into Steely Dan and like, we were kind of. fucking love Steely Dan. Steely Dan is <laughs> in my top five favorite bands. Dude, they're the best. I love Steely Dan too. And I think, I know so many people that fucking hate them. And I think for me, it's just because, you know, I'm 43. And when I hear certain Steely Dan songs, I can. With my, I can picture being younger again and like where I was when I was hearing that shit, and I hear, can hear it in like that shitty AM sounding tone, and like <laughs> yeah. it really makes me fucking happy. Me too, me too. It's good. I just picture you know 
you know, 1970s chicks and guys like fucking yeah. on a bearskin rug with <laughs> totally with plates of cocaine like yeah a bottle of Cuervo <laughs> <laughs> I know it does paint such a vivid picture oh, fuck, of I beautiful love, just 70s opulence I fucking love Steely top five favorite band <laughs> yeah what's your who, who's your biggest influence guitar as a guitar player uh, electric guitar stuff I'm really into um Super nerdy, like Mahavishnu Orchestra, like John McLaughlin stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, the 70s fusion dork stuff. Yeah. 70, I wish I was born like 20 years earlier. I, oh man. I yeah, remember I being like, my brother's like 10 years older than me, and I just idolized him. And we'd drive around in his car when I was little, and he'd just be playing like Pink Floyd. And, <laughs> yeah. Steely Dan and I was like fuck man this is so badass and I remember him telling me that he smoked pot I was like 10 years old he's 20 and he's like yeah you know I smoke pot right and I'm like what it's just and blowing I, it your young mind blew my mind and I remember you know 10 I was really like upset by that I was like my, my fucking brother he's a dirtball he does Damn. drugs <laughs> my fucking brother does drugs man this is fucked up but I remember he went to see Pink Floyd The Wall and um, I think it changed his life because like you, and you just saw that we just saw it recently and I was going to say I think it changed all of our lives while you were on tour you, you saw yeah, it yeah we saw it we saw Roger Waters do it at Fenway <sighs> and it was like it was like nothing I've ever seen before like to literally go in and just say like I don't really need to make any money let's just put like yeah. all of the money I'd make into the most insane production you've ever seen yeah and just dissect fenway with a wall it's like that's so fucking nice, crazy dude. i wish he would i wish gilmore and waters would tour together yeah it's what's the story a, with that do they not get along or something it must be i mean that it that has to be the reason because mm. they could be making so much fucking more money together yeah I guess they're like, we don't need the money. No amount of money is worth being in a room with you, you fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and also, I would love to see, I would have loved to see that show, but I, somehow I kind of prefer David Gilmore's voice. And I like Roger Watt. I think he's, he's fucking amazing. But yeah. I love the songs that David Gilmore sang, mm -hmm. I think, a little more. Yeah. I'm not sure, but it would be a lot better to have them both together. The guy who did the David Gilmore parts was awesome. He's like a, I think like a Venice dude, uh -huh. and uh, he really like knocked it out of the park. He sounded great, you know. And the guitar player sounded great too, like note for note, everything was perfect. Oh man, I, I fucking Pink Floyd's another might be one of my other top five favorite band. Did you ever see that live from Pompeii? TV? Yeah. Those guys looked so fucking cool in the 70s. Yeah. Like, I like... Well, I it sounds gay, but I love watching that video because they look so <laughs> fucking look amazing. Cool. Like, it's a time warp. And there's uh, just some, like, amazing dimension that isn't there anymore. It's... You hear that? The fucking cops are coming. Dude. <laughs> we like Steely Dan so much, we're getting fucking arrested for it. Uh, okay, so you met Kyle when you... Yeah. When you were getting ready to come down. Yeah, we came out here and we were like, yeah, that's, like we weren't even sure we were, well, maybe, should we call him? Like, should we give him a call? Like, and what year was this? 2003. Oh, shit. It was not that long ago. Less than 10 years. Less than 10 years, yeah. But like nine years. And what year 
So you didn't play on the first D album, did you? No, that was Warren Fitzgerald. He's awesome. He's great. Oh, dude. from uh, the Vandals. Vandals, and, stuff, and yeah. he played with Oingo Boingo. Another one of really? my top five favorite bands. <laughs> he played in the second, you know, uh, wave of Oingo Boingo when they came back after a long hiatus. He's he's really good. Yeah, he's a great musician too and composer and everything. Um, so did you play on Pick a Destiny? Yeah. Okay. Um, I fucking love that. I just got that out. You know what's weird is I've been a huge defense. I remember when I was first in LA, even before I started doing comedy, back when I was just at the Musicians Institute, I used to go to Largo. Yeah. Because uh, Monday night was comedy night. And I remember one night I went on like a Wednesday or Thursday with a friend of mine because his friend's band was playing. I can't remember the name of them, but they played like you know, nine or 10 o'clock spot. And then the place, it was old Largo. It was really small. And then the place just cleared out. And then Kyle and Jack came out to play to like seven or eight people. Nobody was there. And I was like staring at him. I was like, is that the guy from cable? Is that the guy from cable guy? And my friend's like, yeah, man, these guys fucking suck. Let's get out of here. I was like, during their first song, I was like, these guys are fucking awesome. What are you talking about? He's like, I'm going to the bar next door, man. Fuck this. And so my friend went to the bar and I stayed in there. And I was just fucking blown away. And I was telling all my friends, I'm like, you got to go to Largo and see this fucking band. They're fucking amazing. And then uh, after I stopped doing music, I moved to, uh, I didn't move. I, uh, I started doing comedy at Groundlings. Oh, yeah. Nice. And uh, I was in classes with Maya Rudolph who went to high school with Jack. Oh, cool. And so she introduced me to Jack and um, th- and so I've known Jack I guess 15, 15 years or so. Yeah. I yeah. was I was the biggest Tenacious D fan. I went to every single one of their shows. In fact, one of my roommates seven or eight years ago got a load of a bunch of bootleg D tapes. Yeah, in the original episodes or? From like like oh, like live, live recordings live show? from oh, awesome. Largo and places, and you can you can fucking hear my cackling laugh <laughs> in a lot of the tapes. I'm like, holy <laughs> shit! I was at this show, and that's my fucking laugh. <laughs> so fucking obnoxious, but that's um, amazing. That's a great thing. I was I've always been a D fan too. I mean, when I was like 15 or something, living at my parents' house in Columbus, like remember when the HBO show came on and I'd like stay up late and like, what even so is this? Good. This is amazing. Yeah. Like, I, d- I didn't up even on know. Bill and Ted's, it was like a great natural progression of like, this is amazing. I didn't have HBO, so I didn't know about those, but I had seen Tenacious D a bunch of times. And then one night I was over at Maya's house and she had a copy on VHS tape. She's like, you got to watch my friend's band. Yeah. They have these short films. And I'm like, all right. And she put it in. And I was like, I I know of these guys. These guys are fucking awesome. And then it blew my mind on a whole different level. Just the the arrogance of <laughs> how fucking amazing they thought they were. And I was like, this is fucking genius. Oh, these yeah. guys are going to be fucking huge. And just Jack's ability to sell it like so hard. It's it's incredible. So fucking good. And now they're just, you guys, the photos, you're on Instagram and Twitter. What's your, for people listening, your Twitter and Instagram? Twitter is Twitter and Instagram are both Jay Koneski. K-O-N-E-S-K-Y. Um, you were posting the most amazing photos. Like when you guys were opening for Foo Fighters yeah. in like <laughs> Australia, 
in stadiums. Like, <laughs> yeah. Some of the photos you were posting are so fucking amazing. Like that shit's incredible. That's just like you don't even like get nervous anymore. It's just like holy crap! Like this is so many people. It's just this amorphous blob of like human out there, and you just like <laughs> play, and just it's so amazing. It's it's incredible. It's such there's such amazing energy too. I the the last show I went to was like I guess two weeks ago. You guys played at the Well Turn, and um, thank you for the tickets by the yeah. way. I've seen them a shitload of times, and that was one of the best shows. Oh, awesome! I fucking have ever seen, and um, the Wiltern's one of my favorite venues too. That it is a great venue. Fucking, it, it's fucking crazy. I was standing out in the audience for the first half, and just when the lights dim and and the music goes off, and Jack and Kyle walk out, it is the fucking loudest. <laughs> Dude, they're the D fans are insane. They're incredible. Yeah, and then I went to the side and was. And half the time I was just watching people in the audience fucking knowing every fucking word to every fucking song and just really enthusiastically, not singing, but like <laughs> screaming, like yeah. full on eye contact with Jack and Kyle, just ah, fucking <laughs> screaming like, holy shit, these people are fucking maniacs. I love seeing those people in the front row, just every word, just veins popping out of their heads. <laughs> <laughs> And are you guys still touring? Uh, we're on a break right now. We're going back to Europe in October. <sighs> How's Europe? <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's like... It's I've only insane. ever been to London, but... Um, fuck, I, I really want to go. Well, we finally went to Germany for the first time over the summer, and that was like an insane response. I don't think... I don't, I don't know that those guys knew necessarily what to expect because they hadn't been over there yet, yeah. and it was... It was just amazing. Um, up to date, the most the, the most incredible show we played is probably that, like those Rock and Marine Rock and Park festivals in Germany. Cause yeah, it's like a hundred thousand people or something. That's fucking mind blowing. <laughs> it's not. It's just it's people to the horizon line. Yeah, it's like there's just you can't see beyond it. <laughs> that shit scares me. <laughs> I've always had a fear of crowds, like. That might be part part of the reason why I perform is so I can be on the stage away from the crowd. I fucking hate being, and I can't imagine. I used to go to Lollapalooza festivals, you know, when I was like, yeah, in my early twenties, and I didn't have a problem with crowds, but somehow that just developed, and now it's like, I can't imagine going to like one of those Woodstock style festivals, yeah, where it's like a hundred thousand people. I, I no, then they don't look like fun to me personally no and it's like like Coachella it's like a hundred degrees and there's no fucking <laughs> yeah. shade yeah eight dollar water and uh what a fucking rip off man did you guys play Coachella no no it's fucking bullshit man. you know we did that download festival and that was like it was so muddy it was insane it was like it, it was really uncomfortable where was that it's in uh, Donington, I think. In oh, the UK. yeah. Yeah. And that's how I was blows my mind. It's like, it was, it's muddy as shit backstage. I can't imagine what it's like out in like the crowd area. <laughs> that's like, if remember the, like when they brought back uh, Woodstock, they did those, you know, like 
anniversary shows and it was yeah like the, the one, one year like, when it was just people yeah. were throwing clumps of mud on the fucking stage <laughs> at Fred Durst or and whatever it, <laughs> yeah I, I just remember watching Primus because I was a huge Primus fan and, yeah Primus and, uh, awesome and Le- I've seen them a bunch of times and Les Claypool is never afraid to stop a show and like fucking stop throwing shit at us you <laughs> fucking assholes <laughs> I've seen him throw, stop so many shows and like yell at people for throwing <laughs> shit. Yeah, because you can't see that shit coming at you from on the stage until no, it's like I don't right so. until it's right in your fucking <laughs> face. Hey, how about John Kaneski? <laughs> I'm recording this like two days later, but I thought it'd be funny. Anyway, uh, it's commercial time. Basically, commercial for this podcast. Um, since it's so new, I'm still working on getting sponsorship and, uh, we're doing this through feralaudio.com and, uh, it's a collective of people doing podcasts for next to nothing. So anything you can donate helps. There's a button. There's also a button, uh, for Amazon. If you buy something on Amazon, click that link down at the bottom of our page and, uh, we get a kickback from stuff that you buy at no charge to you. I mean, what? That's amazing. Um, so uh, please do one or all of those things. Uh, and regardless, just keep listening and enjoying. Thank you very much, guys. Now enjoy the rest of the show. You, you posted photos last week from the studio. Are you, what are you guys recording? Um, oh, good. A fucking crying child. Oh, that kid is bombed. That kid is one of the neighbors in the apartment complex I live in. That kid only cries. <laughs> Every fucking day I hear that kid cry. That is an unhappy child. That's, that's really unfortunate. I never see that child laugh. I never see that child just talk in a normal voice. It's always just... <laughs> She knows how to get what she wants. Ugh. Fucking get out of my apartment building, you whore. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm actually not kidding. That motherfucker needs to get out of my apartment building. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, so what were you guys recording? Uh, We were cutting some tunes. I don't know, like what the plan is with it so i'm not sure if i'm allowed to say what it is oh okay <laughs> um but you were in the studio yeah we were in the studio cutting something that i think they're going to try to release like this limited edition thing that like closer to christmas or something like that um well thanks for telling us that was- <laughs> <laughs> i know i don't want to get the phone call like dude you totally I also spilled the beans. I want to tell people the way you and I met, which was we shot a, a yacht rock video <laughs> yeah, together. Totally. To this day, my my number one career highlight was being on an episode Do of Yacht Rock. People recognize you from that. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Really? Well, you know, we had um, Proto Man open for a couple shows on this tour, and those guys know JD really well, and they really they recognized me from it and stuff. <laughs> Wait, what was your what was who was your character again? Giorgio Moroder. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And you were Giorgio's father. I was your father. Yeah. <laughs> and we spoke in the worst the fucking shittiest Italian, Italian accents. <laughs> Giorgio is Senor Papa. Papa. But we were from another planet that was about yeah. to be destroyed. Yeah. And I love that Giorgio Moroder is German, for the record. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Why the fuck were we talking about? JD about? Thought, I thought it was funny, and it is. Funny. <laughs> like, he's like, I know Moroder's German. German, but I want you guys to speak in shitty Italian accents. Oh my God. I'm sweating so hard right now. That's... When you see Moroder, you're like, oh yeah, that guy's totally Italian. Nope. Hey, George. So if anyone wants, that shit's all online. I mean, you could probably find it on YouTube. It was, it was sad. It was the final episode of that show, which was probably the best show that's ever been made on uh, YouTube. I did earlier episodes where I played Steve Percaro from Toto. That was great. <laughs> Toto, go, Toto. I was recently at, at Largo for to actually to watch Thomas Dolby, and uh, one of the sound guys at Largo is married to Steve Picaro's daughter. And, oh, nice! And I was there to watch Thomas Dolby, and he and uh, the sound guy came up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, you know Steve Picaro's here tonight." And I was like, "What?" And he's like, "He loves yacht rock." And, oh no way! He really? wants to meet you. And I was like. That's uh, I didn't mean I, I left as soon as the show was over because I was like too really yeah. oh man <laughs> <laughs> so anyone listening I, I think most of the people listening to this already know what Yacht Rock is but it was for uh, website channel101.com our, our friend JD Riznar made a whole series where he played um, <laughs> Michael McDonald Michael McDonald and it was all about basically a really inaccurate his yeah. history of smooth rock you know, like <laughs> just percent wrong doobie brothers <laughs> so search for yacht rock on youtube and you'll find in our i think our episode was like nine or ten or something like that yeah yeah um what what kind of uh equipment do you use just out of curiosity what gear um well what's the main guitar you play it's a uh uh, for a long time, it was that Mockingbird. It's a BC Rich Mockingbird. The BC Rich, yeah. yeah. It's a hand-built one. It's, um, That's a beautiful guitar. Thanks. I fucking love that guitar. It's pretty, uh, it's pretty awesome. It's a big, like, you know, thick flame maple cap and the vintage R logo. Like, yeah. Little nerdy. But I just um, I just moved over to Fender, so I'm playing a couple Telecasters now and changing it up. Trying to actually, this for the first time, like, doing guitar changes in the show to, like, you know, have like the appropriate instrument for the song, you know, what that's one thing I've always wondered. What are you changing when you're changing guitar, different tunings? No, it's just different sounds. So like the heavier stuff, anything where I need like a thicker distortion, I usually use the BC rich cause it's got uh, these pearly gate Seymour Duncan's in it. And it, yeah. like, it's easier to get it to like thicken up. Yeah. But then a lot of time I'm like classic rock guy, so I don't like really heavy distortion. I like kind of, drivey sort of you know touch sensitive distortion so like i'll use like you know i have like this hollow body duesenberg that i used to like like to use yeah. like fat clean stuff and then like a little bit of drivey stuff and then yeah. the telecasters obviously kind of the same thing you know like bright and clean it's amazing i always just assume when they're changing guitars <laughs> I've been a musician forever. I'm always just like, oh, different tuning? That's fucking... <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of guys, like Josh from Queens of the Stone Age, will have like 
some really fucked up tunings. Like, yeah. I went over to his studio once and picked up a guitar to play it and like I couldn't fucking play it. I was like, what the fuck is like I couldn't make chords <laughs> with it. I was like, what the fuck is this tuning? Like everything was just fucking way off. Yeah. He's awesome. We had him on uh, Kyle and I have that show Guitarings. You seen that yet? I saw one uh, I saw one of we them. Had Josh I didn't come know on that. We should have you come on and do some uh some bass. I, uh, where can people find Guitarings? Guitarings.com and then we have a YouTube channel as well. I didn't know about that until like maybe like two or three weeks ago and I, I saw oh, yeah. one I think from the road. You guys were on the road recently. And you yeah. Um, Guitarings. Check that shit out. Hey, check that shit out, y'all. Guitarings.com <laughs> um, what, what do you do when you're not touring? I actually teach you do? Yeah. Oh, man. I may hit you up for lessons. Fuck yeah. I uh, I really... I mean, I mostly played bass, but I, you know, can't do a lot of that shit just on my own, just fucking around playing bass. So, so I started playing guitar, and uh, I know chords okay, but it's like... Yeah. For soloing, I really only know, you know, like one pentatonic scale. So every oh, fucking yeah. solo I play sounds exactly, exactly <laughs> the fucking same. Different keys, but it'll be. Yeah, exact. it's just that first pattern pentatonic. Uh, yeah, just right up the fucking neck. And, <laughs> and I'm always like, can we play this in E? Can we fucking play this in E? <laughs> Yeah, that's that place. I get a lot of students who are at that place where they just know that pentatonic, and then it's like it's always just like, all right, well, I'm, just, you know, it's just going to be a lot of exercises that are going to be learning all the rest of those patterns and connecting everything together. That's all it was when I was at um, at the Musicians Institute. Like, yeah, I learned so many fucking. Sk- I don't remember any of that shit, which is so weird to me. Like, yeah, you really have to stay on top of it. it you have to use them. It's Otherwise. not like riding a bike where it's like. Oh, you learned a long time ago. It's easy. You'll just. Yeah. I'm like, nope. I fucking don't remember anything. I have my weird, you know, like guitar, guitar center um, riffs that I yeah. like when I go to try out a guitar. I play, I will play the fucking same exact thing, which makes me sound like I know what I'm doing. But it's like, if someone were to say play something else, I'd be like, uh, nope, not gonna. <laughs> The same bass slapping riffs when I try out a bass. And, uh, yeah. I may hit you up for guitar. Where do you do you teach out of your your place? Yeah, but I do everything over Skype for the most part. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. That's fucking amazing. (laughs) It rules. Yeah, I have students in, like, Australia and Germany and the UK. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, it's awesome, dude. It's, like, it's at a point where it works, you know? How do they pay you? Like, PayPal? Yeah, I have, like, a whole system together where I PayPal up front for the month and, you know. That's, I've never heard of that, like, guitar lessons. It's getting really common now. A lot of guys are doing it because, uh, you know, people don't like to leave their houses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm scared to leave my house. You know what, I love it for the students because... If you have, like, a teenage kid or something who might be, I don't know, somewhat awkward or something, like, yeah. they don't have to feel uncomfortable, like, going into this new environment and stuff. They can learn from the comfort of their own house and stuff. I gotta... I, I, okay, I gotta do... I gotta try that. I'm gonna... 
I'm gonna do guitar lessons. I'll pay you for some guitar lessons. I want to try that on Skype. I even I have you sitting right here, but I really want to try that shit on Skype. Awesome, yeah, it's sweet. And then uh, I like I have a guitar pro, so I like write up like legit tabs and stuff. No like, shit. Yeah, it's all it's pro. It's pro stitch, dude. <laughs> and you do you record? Do you have a, a studio at your place? Yeah, I'm, I'm starting to kind of build it out. It's like the detached two-car studio, you know, like the, the classic L.A. Valley, like, yeah. come into my backyard, and there's a Pro Tools interface. That's how, uh, that's how Liam Lynch is. Liam's set. place is awesome. Yeah. He's got a sweet little compound. He's got a rad, kind of, like, his garage is now, like, half of it is a green screen studio yeah. for him to shoot videos. <laughs> yeah. And the other half is just a sweet fucking recording room, and... Um, and then he has all that, like, just, like, wig closet. A, yeah, a prop <laughs> closet, which is the size of my kitchen that we're recording in right now. It's fucking sick. Yeah, he's got fucking drawers of wigs and masks. Liam shot that session that we just did with the D, and he cut together this really funny thing from it. Oh, he did? Yeah, I noticed this. I was that. trying to get a hold of him last week, and I... I was texting him, and I'm like, what the, where the fuck is he? Why isn't he getting back? And then I started seeing photos of you guys mm -hmm. in the studio with Liam, and I was like, oh, that fucking bastard. <laughs> um, no, half the shit I got, I, you know, I've basically copied from Liam. Like this, my M, oh, yeah, my yeah. M audio is the same as Liam's, and I switched over to Logic, my recording program, uh -huh. because of Liam. Like, Liam I uses Logic, huh? He uses Logic. I was using Pro Tools for years you know probably eight or nine years and I just could never I could only just get by with it it's so fucking complicated to oh, me weird I never I mean I guess I know I know enough with Pro Tools that like to do what I need but I I don't really know a whole lot either I've never used Logic so this is so much easier for me because I'm not like not technical at all and this has just like so many presets like if you want you know a cabinet that sounds like an orange cabinet or whatever it, it's in there like oh every, everything's some, in there uh, uh amp modeling and stuff like that yeah like I, I don't know why my guitar is not working in this um see why is it i, I, I think that's the mic picking up the uh So John's mic is picking. Uh, okay, I'm gonna go through the different inputs. Nice tone. What um, are all these um, up? I think you're plugged into six. Yeah. This could be a bad cable. Well, we can hear John playing right now. <laughs> it's very faint through his microphone. But it's cutting in and out. <laughs> I think that's just because it's... Uh... I'm a fucking Luddite, man. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing with my life. Yeah, it is kind of cutting in and out. But it's not registering on the thing. I know whenever I, I get I get stumped a lot on this shit, so I always call John Spiker. Because he's a where's, fantastic engineer. Where's he when you need it? I'll have him come in and do a, a podcast and fix all my shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck, man. This is 
bugging the shit out of me. No. I see you have the glam rock setting pulled up on that. Yeah, it sounds fucking good. I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna pause this right now. I'm gonna stop this. See if I can fix it, and then cool. we'll, we'll be right back. Um, all right, we're just recording again. <laughs> nice. I wonder if this is. I wonder if it's recording. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's recording because it doesn't look like it's. Uh... I don't know what the fuck we're doing. I especially don't know what we're doing. John has helped out a little bit, but we have guitar tone. We do have some guitar. Play, play us a little something, John. <laughs> I don't... If you could be in here with us right now, you would see that that audio is not registering on my computer at all, yet it is recording. Um, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, man. Uh, it's there. God, what happened to the fucking days of just analog tape where you <laughs> saw the tape rolling and you knew it was working? Those were the days. Fucking good old days of fucking analog. Uh, <laughs> what else? Um, oh, Jesus. That's really bum. Hello, hello. Check, check. 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 <laughs> check. A little check music, John. Check, check. Check, check, check. Check in the audio. Audio. I don't have audio in my mind. Where is my audio? Where did the sound waves go? John, help me, I don't know. <laughs> well, that's something. Maybe that'll be my new theme song for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> where did the audio? Hey, Giorgio, where's my audio? <laughs> Ready? Um, do you have any pets? <laughs> Dude, I do. I have a dog. What's your dog's name? Lula. She's a uh, Schnauzer Chihuahua mix. I went to a party at a friend's house last night in like. For some reason, every single person at that party brought their dogs. I love those kinds of parties. It was awesome. There were some amazing dogs. I have some amazing, amazing video footage I got to put up somewhere of my friend's Yorkie, which is yeah. smaller than my shoe. It is yeah. tiny. <laughs> yeah. And it is raping a stuffed animal. Like, And it would not stop for like an hour. This Yorkie is just raping a stuffed bear. <laughs> Oh, but I, I have bet. horrible allergies today because one I one or more of those dogs oh, I was horribly allergic really? to. Usually when I go over there I'm fine, but there was a we, lot uh, of fucking dogs. I, I love dogs. We were just we're we're looking for a second dog right now. And I found this one that I really liked at the pound and uh I went back a few times. It wasn't yet available. And then I went on the morning that it became available. And, of course, there's like five families there waiting oh, for the shit. same dog. 
And whenever anything ever gets put up to a raffle, I will just never win it. It's just <laughs> not. <laughs> so you don't gamble because of that? No, no, I don't. So I lost what was supposed to be my dog to some shitty kids. What kind of dog was it? Just a mud? So, uh, yeah, it was like a lab uh, pit mix or something. I love dogs. I want to get a dog. I, I just, A, I'm never home enough. And also, I live in an apartment. If I had a house with a yard, I would definitely mm. get one, even though I'm not home all the time. But uh, when I eventually move into a house, I'm totally getting a dog. Yeah, we had our, our little dog in our apartment, and it was a little bit of a pain. Cause it was third floor walk up, and we'd just take her out uh, to just take a shit in the planter. This <laughs> 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 is like, well, I'm not walking downstairs, that's for sure. So that's fucking amazing. Piss on this bush. Um. All right, I think we're good. I, that was a. I think that was a good podcast. Sweet. Forty minute. That's that's about average for me. That's a. That's All a right. good podcast. Um. Good stuff. I'm gonna take a shitload of allergy medicine. And I'm sorry about the heat in here. I wish I had. Do you have air it's conditioning in here? Yeah, place? I do now, but my old place did not. So I'm I'm used to it. I don't mind the heat. I was saying when you first got here, I've been house sitting for a fucking month in a house, central air conditioning, every cable channel, Damn, a swimming juicy. pool. I was just like, I, <laughs> for a month, which is a little bit long because when I would come here to get my my um my mail. Yeah, I'd walk in. I'd be like, "Ugh, I'm eventually gonna have to come back to this shit." <laughs> it, a month is just long enough to really get comfortable knowing how good it can be. Oh, so awesome! <laughs> like, and I'd come here and like, my place is all dusty. I actually, this is clean. Like, I because you were coming here, I cleaned a little bit. <laughs> nice. If you can believe, like, this desk that we're sitting at was piled with papers and just dust i fucking dusted it that's the one good thing about nice. having people come over is i'm always like i can't let these people see how i really live <laughs> but the other part of the apartment is still a mess i was like oh, fuck it. i don't care if he sees all this shit but i gotta have my workspace looking good it looks crispy dude <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's all right i would like to move I want I I know I have to have a house after are, are you in a house? Yeah. I got You're in a house now. I got to have a house. I I was like I'm at that age now where I'm like I can't live in an apartment anymore. So like I want to move and there's several reasons why I don't. One is because my landlord is really awesome and like if I'm late with rent he's like eh, whatever you can pay pay. So I I can't leave that right yet. <laughs> yeah. But also I was like my next move is going to be it for a while. So I'm, I want to save up and like have it be a house. Yeah. I highly recommend. It's easy to get stuck in these, in awesome apartments. So there's a lot of great apartments here. Like, yeah, I, my last one was a total golden cage. It was like super cushy situation. A golden like, cage. <laughs> and it's like, this place <laughs> is great. I can't complain, but it was like, ah, gotta get out. And you never know what you're getting into. Like, when I walked into this place, because this place is like 1920s, like 15 foot ceilings, hardwood floors. It looks cool. And I walked in and I was like, okay, I have to live here. This is awesome. And I, yeah. it was a done deal. And then like first night, it, 
When you look at an apartment, <laughs> they should let you spend the night in it first, or like a couple yeah, nights, so you can seriously hear your fucking neighbor. That bitch living right over there is so fucking. I shouldn't even say that because it's not so much her as the fact that the walls are just thin. Like, yeah. Even if they were talking just as loud as we're talking right now, I could hear every word of their conversation. Oh man! And that plus the fact that she usually it's never home until two o'clock in the morning and that's when she has her friends over and shit oh wow i can't handle it man what does she do is she a stripper maybe she leads a stripper's lifestyle (laughs) yeah i can't handle that shit anymore i'm 40 i'm fucking 43 (laughs) fuck that whore man (laughs) and if you're listening to this i'm just joking whore next door (laughs) And if you're the whore next door who's listening to this, I'm really sorry. I'm always nervous, like, tweeting shit about my neighbors because I'm like, I've just enough followers. I'm like, my neighbor might actually be following me and not happy with what I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, what happened to your... You had, like, a Twitter feed that had, like, a million-some followers or something, and then something changed what happened very popular subject (laughs) uh (laughs) that comes up a lot (laughs) it comes up on every podcast i did i had a million followers and i i got sick of listening to people every day going who the fuck are you fucking it because they would just automatically be following me i was on a list where they were automatically following me when they would sign up so (laughs) and i got sick of that shit so i just deleted it oh yeah and then two weeks later i was like i miss twitter i'm gonna (laughs) i'm gonna sign back up uh, so we'll leave with that but speaking of Twitter again once again if people want to follow you you're at John, Jay Kineski yeah, yeah Jay Kineski that's Twitter and Instagram and Instagram and sure. then I have a um, I have a Facebook page for myself as well that's oh. like Cones John, Cones name Cones yeah I'm trying to oh I'm just making sure that it is Jay Kineski Cones not Crones you don't want to Go to a website for people with Crohn's no, disease. No, you don't want that. That's a buzzkill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you you know what? You can go to johnkoneski.com, too, where, like, everything's all linked up and conveniently in one place. And you guys can Skype him for guitar lessons. Yeah. Sh- shoot me an email. There's a contact on my website, and I'll I'll teach you some shit that you don't know. Yeah. Some, he'll teach you some Steely Dan licks. <laughs> Reeling in the ear. Can you play Reeling in the ear? No. I, Do you know any Steely Dan um, off the top of your head? Oh, yeah. Give me if I play it long. That's as much as I know. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, John, thanks for coming in. This is, I'm so glad you came and did this. And My pleasure. Uh, thanks for having me. Anytime. Uh, and thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you next time. Bye. Bye.
This outro features the music of the fancy. We are the fancy.net. <laughs>